Don't worry about it. Don't pick on her for doing her thing. She do her, you do you. Yeah. Do yourself in the bathroom of a friend's house at least once. Oh, that's that's one of my favourite lyrics from Kesha. Um, ladies and future boys, I welcome you to the School for Wayward Nerds, the only podcast that saw Magneto fight Thanos in a 2010 Jonah X movie. Yay, I mm, I was, that. I was Googling that Irish dude, because I like his accent, turned out to Michael Fassbender. What are you talking about? Nice. We watched Jonah Hex, and there's a bunch of actors in it who are in better comic book movies now. Who did you say? Uh, oh, the guy from Magneto, and Jonah is played by fucking Thanos. Who is... Fassbender. Magneto. Oh, he's some Irish dude with a beard that's a tattoo. <laughs> he's cool, but that movie better. Oh. Yeah, dude. It plays a lot of hard rock music, but also cowboy music. Very jarring. I mean, it's, it's the same Jeremy. kind of music. John Bovey. <laughs> yeah, John Bovey. It's is my life. Mm. It is. It is. I'm your host, Toby DePaula, and today we are continuing, as you can tell by the name of the episode, we're continuing uh, going through of Mr. Miracle, the 2017 through to 2019 12-issue miniseries. Or you could get it in a trade, and then you get it all at once. Mm-hmm. That is how the trade works. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that speaking is our producer, Kirsten. I'm here. We're also joined by White Polar. Here we are again. And, and Megan Chikatilo is here. I'm somewhat. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only half of her. Yeah, straight so down the middle. She's doing that um, astral projection. So she's here in body, but in spirit she is just chowing down on KFC opposite. <laughs> at, yeah. at the drive-thru. Yeah. With an astral projector mobile. Yeah. Which That's is, what I'm Which doing. is a car made out of glad wrap. Um, oh, so wow. let's uh, start this part two off with a, a little bit of character information. Where we're going to start by talking about a character you might know as Funky Flashman. Trey Rose's uh. eyes. <laughs> What? Funky Flashman. That sounds like a character you a would coat? have in like a Star Wars game. Yeah. Does he wear a trench coat and go? Bow! No, he's Stan Lee. Um, but very like blatant, over exaggerating, clear ripoff. Oh, okay. Yep. So, um, wow. Funky Flashman is like most New God fans will know this already. Um, hell, anyone who's like seen him in a book should be able to see it too. It's pretty. Apparent. But this character, made by Jack Kirby for issue 6 of the original Mr. Miracle run, is a clear fucking representation of Stan the Man Lee. Uh, Originally, he was based on a dude who worked at Marvel Mania International, which was a mail-order Marvel thing in the late 60s. You'd send an envelope with some money and the one you want, and they'd send out a poster. And a lot of that era of new characters and the birth of the Silver Age was Jack Kirby's stuff. So he'd be signing a lot of posters and doing a lot of designs and shit. So the dude running that that like subsection of Marvel was a like a sweet talker, like he always seemed like a nice guy, but he was a scamming piece of shit. He was car salesman. Mm. No one got paid for those posters and work that was done. Oh no. Um. So that was the original character idea for this funky Flashman dude, a scamming dude who talked nice and friendly and would stab you in the back, but. As the concept developed and the story gets written and the art gets done and one thing leads to another, um, Jack Kirby actually started putting the character to page and it was becoming Stan Lee, who at yeah. the time was taking sole credit for everything Jack Kirby had ever done. So uh, that so that sort of backstabbing sort of shone through on this character and continues to this day. Why didn't they change the name Shum- to make it an actual dig? 
Because if they're called it Stanley, they're no, Obviously trouble. not that, but what the fuck does Funky Flashman mean? Because it's nothing it, to do with anything. Just I think because it's just stupid buzzwords, like Excelsiors and such. I don't care how much Stanley was ripping people off, I'm on his side of this because that is just the worst you name just of don't all like, time. You just don't like a white guy named Funky? Whoever came up with that A white old man named Funky. Skinned. You know? <laughs> um, yep, so... So this guy was a delightful wordsmith on the surface, but a scummy piece of shit under the surface. Um, so that's who that is now. And everyone yeah. who's used him after the fact just likes making Stanley jokes. Yeah. 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 This bearded Stanley dude introduces Mr. Miracle to a meeting with Orion, who we... Well, obviously this has all been discussed in part one. You should really start there. Go go through our catalogue if you hadn't heard it already, and make sure to subscribe to hear the rest of it when we get to it. Yeah. Because we're breaking it up over the air. This, this is our episode of 2020. Yeah. This is our ongoing. Um, so he... So there's just an Orion, uh, Orion and Mr. Miracle meeting, but for some reason he has Funky Flashman come in and introduce him. I think it's just to be, I think it's just to be a smartass to Orion, who we know is a dipshit in this. Oh, yes. D- does this character actually contribute? Yes, a bunch for oh, some reason. I don't think he has yet. He wants, Not yet. They just want to push him into the the limelight of the comic to be like, hey, check out this dude. A lot of this Fuck does him. homage the Jack Kirby stuff, so it stands to reason they'd be like, hey, fuck Stan, everybody, there you go. Um, that's also coming from the company whose like biggest character was stolen as well. Like this old mate that did Batman that just like ignored his oh the Bill Finger Bob Kane yeah debacle yeah like this the company that's taking a dig at them it's the same yeah shit. Look, look Stan like might have taken ideas started. and stuff but he was never straight up like it's all me everyone else's garbage I'm king I'm not even gonna credit the other guy fuck him yeah. Because that's literally what Bob Kane did. Oh, no. So, anyway, this meeting between the two sort of half-brothers, I guess you'd call it. I don't know. They've, they've got a weird relationship. They were traded. So, they're like step-foster brothers? Some some vague thing that doesn't exist. Okay. Um. Yeah, they end up having not really a fight. It's more a one-sided thing. Mr. Miracle gets his fucking face stomped in by Orion. Yeah, Orion's not a nice dude. He is a spoiled bride of a dude in this. Yeah. It's it's not at all like the new Fifty Two Wonder Woman version, which we discussed last time we covered this. Because he was he's got apocalypse blood, yeah. So he's got obviously got a temper, and he's starting to get the big forehead that Darkseid has under his helmet. Uh... But he's still trying to repress it, like he's still trying to be a decent person. Whereas this is like a more classic, you know, piss on everyone's great. It's, kind it's of very much the whole argument of nature versus nurture. Yeah. Um. So, uh, that issue ends with Orion claiming to wear the face of God, which the whole, um, don't look into the face of God things come on up constantly throughout this. Yeah. Which you could almost do an entire episode of just what the fuck that means too. Pretty much. I think a lot of it is just Scott is surrounded by gods and they're it's supposed to draw- a boy. Well, it's that whole thing. It's like, if you look into the face of God, you'll be immediately driven mad. And it's this dude trying to live a normal life surrounded by gods constantly. Hmm. Um... So the start of issue four is a good scene. Uh, the blend of normal everyday life and crazy nonsense adventures of the new gods. Uh, I like the way they've mixed it without it being a fucking mess of a thing. Which yeah. it very easily could have become. Um, so one morning, Light Ray shows up in the condo. While Scott gets out of bed, Barter is threatening Light Ray to fuck off. Uh, it shows the character off well. Um, 
Light Ray being the underling of Highfather, which is now Ryan. Scott, so depressed and wounded that he's mute to all the -the over-the-top nonsense. He never quite reacts to anything. Like when he saw Forager die, he's like, whoa, dude, that's about (laughs) as much as he cares at this point. Um, And you've also got Big Barter, the fiery, powerful woman, and wifey constantly defending Scott. Um, I like all the relationships in this. It's much better than the Harley Joker stuff. So if you want an actual example of relationship goals in a DC comic, Barter and Scott are where you should be. Yeah. Um, the, the reason Light Ray is there is that Scott, after having his argument with Orion, is suspect of being an agent of Darkseid and is now on trial for ex- or getting executed, depending on how he behaves. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Scott decides on trial of the two, so there you go. Um, yeah. No, I'd rather not be murdered where I stand. Thanks. Yeah. Mm. G- give me three days before that happens. Um, and... Later, him and Barter talk about getting a veggie tray for the trial, which becomes a cute running gag as it goes. They're trying to be proper good adults throughout this, proper human people, so their go-to is to get, like, a tray of veggies and dip, because that's what you have on coffee tables when you do adult stuff. Ah. We, we all come from Italian families, so it's always the cabana cheese and crackers, but it's the same fucking... It's the exact same shit we do now. Yeah. Um... So we get the um, another nine-panel grid of Mr. Miracle doing his escapes. Hmm. Did you have a favourite while reading this? I don't know. I get kind of annoyed with them because, like, you see the stunt set up and happening, and then it just flicks to something else. You never see how he does it. Well, I don't want to see how he does it, but, like, I want to see the end of the stunt. It's kind of like a palate cleanser to change scenes, Yeah, honestly, because my favourite one is him getting... Into a wooden box, and then he's in there for a the bit, train. and then just gets fucking creamed by a train, and that's the end of the scene. I'm See, like, I like, wow. <laughs> I do like the one where he gets in the crate on the cranes, oh, and yeah, they just drops put it the ground. Yeah. But, like, you never it's get a, the pain. It's a lot of him in a box, and then the box smashes. Yeah. You know, it'd be kind of funny if, like, it did hard cut, and that was the end of an issue, and then... And then they cancelled the book, so yeah. take it, as far as canon goes, that's how he dies. Yeah. Like, Alf. That said, oh, though... He died in a cliffhanger because they didn't do another season, so... So, we Like, the whole main thing of why we're getting so into this book is because everyone has, like, a different outcome. I wonder if, like, the fact they don't show what happens to him in the end is, like, in line with... Because we don't see what happens at the end. Mm. It's, it's, it's all the exact same. So, are you leaning towards... This is him in a death trap the whole time, and we're not seeing an outcome because that's what it, we're seeing throughout the no, book. No, but that's what I'm saying. That's maybe what it's like. Hinting at. We, we never. We get the setup. Hmm. We get what happens. We don't know what happens after the trick. So maybe it's like another thing. Like throughout the book, there's like little things to tell us that like not everything is right. So the fact that Barter's eyes different. Like, they go between brown and blue, or the fact that some of the panels will, like, wig out with, like, static and stuff. Maybe the whole... He's in the Matrix, thing. it's a simulation. We're all in a simulation, baby. That's it, man. We're all running a big computer. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure we'll get to that at the end as well, when we get to the whole what we think happened segment. Um, I still stick with my... Look, there's, a, there's enough proof in any direction. You could say whatever the fuck you want, and you'll probably find evidence. Mm. <laughs> Honestly. 
Um, he's a lollipop man, and he he just doesn't know. <laughs> honest, he's a crossing honestly, guard could... or an actual lollipop? Because it could be either. It could be there. anything, as you said. <laughs> so we get to the trial. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, there's a lot to cover here. It's hard. Like there's a, there's a lot going on. Uh, when Orion enters, it's still the condo, still casual, you know, LA life. But everyone's in full fucking new god armor. Oh. You know, Barter's in a blue and red samurai thing. Mr. Miracle's looking like a yellow, red, and green parrot. And Orion, in in his normal red bodysuit and helmet, but now he's got the Highlander yellow zigzaggy cape. Yeah. So he kind of looks like a red dino charged Power Ranger. Ooh. A little bit. He really fucking does. It took me a minute, because I'm like, why is that familiar? And it took me a minute, I'm like, that's not a, that's not a DC character. It is three that's, that's a fucking power ranger right there. Um, and then Scott eats a carrot stick. Okay. Out of his little tray. The seriousness of the situation starts to come through after that. Using just a simple true or false format, Orion starts his interrogation. He just, he'll say a statement, and Scott will say true or false. That's it. Yeah. Um, you know, it starts with Scott mentioning the anti-life equation infection earlier. You know, who killed Granny Goodness, why Forager had to die. As the tension grows, Barta tells Scott that she's like, when you say go, we go. She's like, I'll throw down and give a fuck. If you want to tap out, I'll punch everyone in the face. Because she's a champ. She's, she's a good woman. Yeah. yeah. But um, he keeps going for a bit. It's um, It gets tenser there. He goes, like, you hate High Father. You hate me. You hate New Genesis. You hate Apocalypse. You hate your career. You hate your childhood. You hate your life. You hate yourself. You hate God. All you feel is hate. Um, hate made you di- doubt my reign as high father. Hate made you accuse me of treason. Hate made you doubt everything. Hate drove you to escape everything. Hate made you kill yourself. You are hate. The anti-life equation is hate. You are the anti-life equation. You are dark side. Oh. It's just going... It's, it's just digging at this dude's depression the whole time. Yeah. Like, it's fucked. It's pretty rude. It's a harsh scene. It's not It's not a gore thing, but it gives you that same vibe. Yeah. That's about as far as Mr. Miracle can get, because he flips out. He starts smashing the fuck out of Orion and just screaming and crying. No. Like, it's just capital A's across the panel, because it's not words, it's just screams. Um, yeah, he just ends up slumped on the ground, this crying, helpless, broken dude. It's fucking terrible. And then Orion eats a carrot stick as he decides his fate. <laughs> carrot sticks everywhere, baby. Yeah. And they're good <laughs> carrot sticks. No one eats a cauliflower or a broccoli in this, I'll have you know. Oh, okay. Because carrots are the bottom vegetable. Yeah, they help you look at things better. Alright, maybe. <laughs> there you go. Apparently they help your eyesight. Or do they help him see through the simulation? Uh, <gasps> fuck me. He's <laughs> in carrot juice <laughs> in that tube. Uh, <laughs> of course he is. So Orion decides that Mr. Miracle is guilty, but... Being the perfect escape artist, he can't be contained. So, he won't be held captive for three days. Fuck it. He will come to the throne and be executed with honour in three days. Yep. The obvious answer is to skedaddle. Mm-hmm. But, you know. He doesn't do that. He's a good boy. Yeah, he's depressing as fuck. He's a depressed guy, and this is a the most depressing single issue of DC Comics I've ever read. As it ends with him just being held by barter as he just continually sobs and everyone just kind of leaves. I mean, what else are you going to do? Yeah, so he's not going to fight this execution thing. He doesn't care anymore. 
Yeah, I'll quickly throw down here. If you're relating to this guy, you should probably talk to someone. Here's going to be my point where I do that. Probably should have done it in the first issue when he committed suicide. Yeah. But I'm, <laughs> I'm making up for it now. We, we might just put, like, a disclaimer at the beginning of each episode. Yeah, put one of those in. Um, yeah, even if you just... My suggestion was vent to people on chat roulette. Oh. That, that's pretty harmless. They're um, not going to tell your mum you're sad. Guys, you. actually <laughs> go and seek proper, you know... Help. Yeah. There is Tell nothing wrong or shameful about having mental illness. Yeah. Deal with it properly. Don't listen to Toby. Probably don't tell Toby. Don't even listen to this podcast. Oh. Toby needs to deal with a lot of things professionally, so. No, I'm on chat roulette now. Because that was my suggestion that I wrote down. No chat roulette. Because I, I forgot to Google actual things that are helpful. Do you reckon parents knew that chat roulette happened? I hope not, because there's so much cock on there. My parents definitely did not. Omegle. My favourite part about it was when you did get to talk to um, not 40-year-old men. They were always people from Europe, so they didn't know our slang. So when we said, um, show us your C word, we convinced them that it meant, like, the true you. Like, (laughs) like it's a way of saying, let's get to know you. Get your, uh, put a bleep in here, out. And then they're like, what? And you're like, you know, you're in a cell. Tell me about it. So tell, no, me, tell, me what, tell me your dreams. You. It's like, wow. And then we convinced them that we were um, at a very, very Christian school where they kind of trained you up to become priests, but I have a drug problem and Josh is maybe going to prison. We were not good at chat roulettes. <laughs> More on that another time. When we cover internet history that's kind of fucked. Uh, hey. <laughs> Stay tuned for that one. That, that'll uh, be a dope episode. episode. We get it. <laughs> um, apparently, bestiality porn is illegal in Australia. Like, if you good. Watch it, you can get arrested. All right. That's that's a good thing. Yeah, I know, but it's just... It's yeah, good, it's, it's like, wow, okay. So keep an eye out for that, thing, you know? I, I told someone that fact, and they said, what to make? Ah. <laughs> no shit. That's illegal. All right. So Yeah. <laughs> So, all of that aside, um, the following issue is Mr. Miracle and Barda just sort of enjoying their three days together. It's pretty much muck-up day in life. Ah. It's nice. Um, she's in her old costume, which is the red bikini, back before mm-hmm. they were like, let's not sexualize everything except for Harley Quinn, let's fucking turn her into a big old thought. Oh. Don't know why they chose her out of a hat to ruin, but it's fine. We'll, we'll move on. Yeah, she's in her classic costume, and Mr. Miracle's in his. They just are chilling in Hollywood. They see a star on the Walk of Fame, which is fucking clearly Jack Kirby's. A little misspelled for legal reasons, probably. Um, and it literally has, like, one of his quotes on it. Yeah. So we get it. Um... We, we pick up what you're putting now. Yeah, it's very clear. After a nice Kirby mention, we get a loud and stupid funky big Stan Flashman trying to publicise the execution, trying to organise that, televise it and stuff. Got some, mm. some of that some of that money. That money. <laughs> After they ditch him, they, they finish the day with a three and a half page sex scene. What? Yeah. You make, if you're running out of time, you make love. No, you don't. Your kisses... It's not what you do. You kiss people on the forehead. They're married, so it's okay. It might not be. Hello. No, we know they're married in canon, so it's okay. They're not fucking disgusting (laughs) perverts. 
Um, the next day, um, the execution creeps closer, but instead of fighting it, Scott wants to enjoy his few last days. Day two begins with them visiting Oberon's grave, who, as we recall, died of cancer before the book started. Mm. Um, followed by a very specific sandwich shop in a very specific diner that he thinks is his favourite. Um, they go to a lake Scott remembers from when he first moved to uh, Earth. Uh, they go to Coney Island, thankfully not running into the reboot Harley while they're there, thank Christ. Barter just sort of strokes Scott's hair while they talk, while he just talks existentially until the sun sets. Uh, it's very cute and smart stuff, I like that one. I also like the cover. Because yeah. they're, they're in people clothes at this point, doing carny stuff. But the cover's them in full costume sitting on a beach next to, uh, what's it called, the pier? Um, Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah, they lose some time in LA traffic, and that's the turn there, I think. Um, the two start to get depressed there. Um, they go to watch stars over the valley, but the light pollution and clouds, there's no stars. So, that's a wash, and they go home. Which, really, he should have known was going to be a thing. I think he was on cloud nine a little bit, because, um, for a lot of people, like, who know people with mental health problems, it's a swing. Like, it's all good and fine, and then you swing back, and then you're sad again. And you can very clearly see it in LA traffic right here in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom King portrays it very well. So, um, maybe everyone keep an eye on that guy. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah, they make sad love together at the end of that day. They're Whoa. still married, it's okay. Don't, don't get all no, mad. You, you kind of, you're making me think they're gonna get divorced. No. You know what though? If my weird brother, which is you, hi, just say, hi everybody, hey, most of the show in three days, come over and I'll execute you. I just wouldn't go. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. But he's he's depressed. He's fine with it. Stop. Oh. But you're right. Just don't go that day. Wag wag executions, baby. Yeah. Um, okay, no, that, that's that's dumb. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Why'd you come to my house, lazy fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get blood in the carpet, and then I'll have to clean it up. Yeah. I'll no. show you. Um. Oh. So the next morning, Scott sort of sneaks out of bed and. Funky, old funky Flashman's there with a couple of the Highlander guards. Scott puts on his full costume and quietly tries to leave. That's when we see Barter uh, with her big club that she has, a big stick. Um, smash the guards and also Funky up the side of his goddamn head. <laughs> um, yeah, she's fucking brutal in this book. Like, they draw, they draw up the gore pretty good in this. Yeah. And she just cracks it late-aged man in the side of the head you with a steel listen, beam. Smoke. Listen. <laughs> Got him. I'm on her side. Yep, and with this attack, the loving couple no, no, become a mutiny. Hang on. Yeah? I'm on Barda's side here. Mm-hmm. She's been through a lot since the beginning of this book, and no one's given her any lighting. Mm. Yeah. Her partner tried to kill himself he in sure their did. apartment. Yeah, she yells at him for it later. Man, I would too. Yeah. She's having a rough time. And now they're she, trying to take she her manages, man and she says, no, you're not allowed to. Smack. She makes her way, you know, through this crappy childhood with granny goodness. Mm. She finally starts getting her life on track and her husband's like, I'm just going to murder myself in the bathroom. Also, there's some commitment revelations coming up. Don't get ahead of yourself. Whoa. 
foreshadowing, y'all. Oof. She's, you know, has to deal with the fact that her husband's now about to be killed by his brother because everybody's a dickhead. He doesn't have and to be killed, be- though. And some other dude is like, look, it will make it okay because we'll film it. Yeah, and she, yeah. And she knows full well Steve Ditko came up with the Spider-Man idea. She's had enough. No. Yes. No, I'm mad, but I'm, I'm here for bottom. It's more Stanley uh, propaganda, don't worry about it. Just ignore it. I do. Oh. I'm, I'm on her side. Yeah, but she's great. I'm mad. She's like, nah. She's like, no. No. Well, I mean, she is. This is exactly what's happening. Yeah. So, the next part uh, is part of the reason I couldn't mash down this book into a normal episode. Mm. Um, it's such a good read. The couple sort of start to begin their onslaught of the High Father's Castle. Because they're still going, but they're going to fuck shit up. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they discuss redoing the condo as they do it. <laughs> Um, Barter wants to add a bedroom, so they casually discuss removing the walk-in wardrobe and shortening the living area a bit, uh, while they cinematically kill guards and smash their way through security and traps and monsters and all sorts of things. There's a highlight of them killing a sea monster, going and looking at the next bit, which is like a pit of despair, and building building like a tightrope out of the intestines of the sea monster, (laughs) as as is like... But I like room for the coffee table. It's where I keep my magazine. She's like, you only keep them there because the coffee table's there. If we fuck it off and shorten the room, you won't even notice. But they're like full killing like Loch Nesses and I smashing guards and stuff. I kind it's of pretty think delightful. it's dumb though because they're the same people as everyone else there. It's not like it's Superman walking through Blackgate. Like, why are these two so much better than every other fucking person that's the same as them? Because they're still... New go- one's a new god and the other yeah, one's a fury in it. the rest of them that? Not Isn't like that. that. Where they are? They're still fucking towering above everyone else on that planet. They're about to go fucking to where Orion is. Well, yeah, well, it's two against there. one guy. Do you remember how Superman had Injustice what? soldiers in Injustice? Wait, so that's, are... that's pretty much what they're plowing through as we speak. But this isn't an entire fucking group of people. It's not just these three. I mean, High Father's already gone. Light rays like bitch. Hundreds of them? Nah. Nah, they're all just dudes who live on the planet. Yeah, probably like a dozen. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, they've already, they've, most of them have already killed off at this point, it's fine. I, I don't know, I, I kind of thought that it takes away a lot of the shit about, like... Yeah, well, they're not up to the boss fight yet, they're mostly just stomping what is equivalent to, like, Coopers. Yeah, I know, but, to the like, you don't, like... Mario's not a story about a guy who tried to kill himself <laughs> yes, in a couple. Like, it makes it seem... Toad. I, I think it just... If very, anyone's going to do it, it's Toad. Very much does not fit the story at all, I think. Right. Um, so, I think it's good. I think it's charming. I liked it as well, I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, as right. a... I think this is a good test drive issue, if you're not sure. Like, this would be the issue to read. Because you get a little bit of everything in it. And a lot of it starts to divide up as it goes. Yeah. Um, and this is when Barter explains she wants that extra bedroom because she is pregnant. As she fucking haymakers light ray. Which is pretty funny. I hate that dude. They, they write him as a good douche in this, so it's all, you're always like, yeah! Every uh-huh. time he gets pummeled or someone tells him to shut up. Yeah. Um, and I do like that panel of Scott cuddling this giant woman. She's like, I'm pregnant, and and he, like, cuddle, 
So he's like a head shorter than her, and his feet aren't quite on the ground. He's like, I love you. And she's like, I know. Aww. She unsolid it. Yeah. It's, it's literally like if you have he's a very six little. or seven year old hugging you. Yeah. Like, he's so little compared to her. He's a brute You're just like, oh, you are so cute. <laughs> So what you want your pregnancy announcement to be? Well, you're fighting people um, in the streets. But then the next That's thing dangerous. is she's having the baby. Oh. Yeah, time passes. The only yeah, problem is that she's doing fights, and if you remember the canon of the animated series flowing into Batman Beyond, you know that's dangerous. Mm. Everyone oh, no, talking no, about Barbara Gordon's miscarriage. Nine-month gap is a bit big for something like this, I think. Oh, There's I, a lot going on. Here, man. Well, before we get to the big time jump, they go to do their uh, big fight with Orion, only to find he's already been added to the list of casualties as he has been killed by Darkseid, leaving yeah. only Scott as a possible person for the throne. Oh. Yeah. When he has his big scared face in the panel, his eyes are really big. It looks kind of weird on that suit, I'll be honest. Yeah, it's... They're too big, mm. right? Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I just, I just, I just had to point it out because as I'm reading it, I'm like, huh? Yeah, it looks big, weird, wrong. It's got big googly oh. eyes. Um, so as as White Collar mentioned, time passes between the issues. I think it's nice and freeing to have a clean book that can do stuff like that. If this was in main DC continuity, it they would never work. And then they would do it anyway, and then they try to explain the nine month gap for every other fucking book. Because mm-hmm. that's one thing about having everything be constant is you it constricts a lot of other storytelling yeah um so yeah we skip over that uh we actually have a bunch of deaths that actually stick it can do whatever it wants with its time i think it's refreshing i like it yeah not, not a lot of books can do that like be different which is it doesn't get tied nice. down remember that really good bad girl story arc in the new 52 that was five issues but it took a whole year to happen because they kept having to do Gothtopia crossovers, uh, mm-hmm. Death in the Family crossovers, something about the Birds of Prey having a crossover. Like, it got tangled in a, in other shit, whereas mm-hmm. this doesn't even pretend to do that, which is awesome. Crossovers are not good for writing comics. They can be good, but you got to... they got to book them more ahead of time. they got to know when it's... they they got to not do it to the last minute, because that's how it feels. Um, Trey, how many deaths have we seen in comics that don't mean shit? About four. About all of them, except for, like, maybe Uncle Ben's. Yep. We've seen goddamn Thomas come back in real continuity, not just Earth 2 anymore. Let's oh. not do that again. <laughs> yeah. That, see, I, I very much like that death actually fucking matters in this book. Mm. Um, so, nine months. The baby's coming. They check into the hospital. Uh, first name Big, last name Barter, which I thought was fucking weird. Scott has a person name, but most new gods don't, and they apparently never made any effort to lie. Well, At least Supergirl, you know, she makes up names, Power Girl's got Karen Star. <laughs> apparently Bada never thought to do that. She... But Listen! What's she gonna Please, have? please. Miss Sparta was my mother. Call me Big. <laughs> like, what is that? Oh no. I'm sorry, but it doesn't matter if she has a real person name. She's a fucking Amazonian tall woman! Yeah, she'd be... Oh. But at the same time, like, it's very weird when he's like, hey, um, we've got, uh, like, we've, we've called ahead, first name Big, last name Barter. I'm like, really? 
You didn't go with, it's called Freya, human name? No, because you have to put it under the mother's name. Well, he has to wear the do- the wristband. Yeah, but he wears one for her. The baby will also be called Big Barter. Because that's how babies work. Baby science is weird science, man. Um, yeah, speaking of new gods being weird, uh, while Scott and Barter are sitting in the hospital room, a boom tube opens up in the next room, like, in the outside area. Boom. Yep. Barter's sisters have come to visit. Oh. Well, the, the Furies of Apocalypse. Yeah, they're all very fucking, very weird. The giant one, the crazy one, the ropey one. Um, Bernadette, the tall one, gives Scott a... she has a normal name. Because it's terrible. Look, I, that's how I, I spelled it for my own note purposes. It was probably spelled nonsensely. I don't know. Oh. The point being, uh, she gives Scott a Farron knife, a blade for killing gods made out of the bones of other gods, apparently. Because mm. not much will break the skin. Um, Magic but that, April. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> 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 references. That's to a this. reference. Cool work, buddy. Um, but it's for the umbilical cord. But I like that she's like, I'm prophesized to use this to kill you, current high father. And he's like, that's great. I'll give it back to you when I'm done with my kid. She's like, fuck that work shit. I'll come back to that. <laughs> we'll have our battle to the death another time. Yeah. I'm too busy right now. So I'll pencil you in for next Tuesday at noon. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. The clashing <laughs> between slice of life shit and gods and mythology is so weird and wonderful in this book. I like how it's done. Uh, Scott always wears DC hero shirts as well. I'm going to mention it here. So here is this normal looking dude in a Superman shirt, trying to think of names for his son. All um, pretty common. Did you like any of them? I know that the superheroes are a lot cooler, but I hate in books when people wear the shirts because that's the equivalent of you just coming out in like a rock shirt. Oh, do you reckon it's all wrestling shirt equivalent? No, it's just like... Or- Kyra and Mega in a Kim Kardashian and a Kylie Jenner shirt. See, I roll... It's I, just celebrities. See, in my head I'm going a Hot Topic and I'm getting the Elton John or the Mean Girls shirt. It's just a pop culture thing. Which also means he shops at Cotton On, which kind of... Yeah, but they Makes him less of an impressive character. Some of them are... I'm sure some of them are... Act, well, I mean, you get the, uh, the two-pack shirt and the Snoop Dogg shirt. That's like having a Brewster like Gold shirt, I guess. Big in um, I, I, I wrote down all the names he comes up with for his son, because he grew up on Apocalypse, so he don't fucking know any better, apparently, even though he spent most of his adult life on Earth. His names still are things like Iron Breaker. Oh. Meg, out of five, give that a rating for your future child. Four. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. Star Razor. Three. Axe Nah. No, she should, get... should be banned from <laughs> You have to remember, he has to go back to... No, no, no. Thunder Death. I think we have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Make that one, everybody. Oh. oh, Trey. Thunder Death. Or Throne Killer. Nah, Thunder Death is Thunder the Death is the winner. I will <laughs> underline that one for future reference. Thunder death. I like some dumb badass shit, but Throne Killer is not good. Look, no. they're all dumb, but that's the joke. The Every one of these fucking new gods have terrible, terrible names. Mr. Miracle. Yeah. Dark Side. Mr. Miracle. And anyone who pronounces the Dark Earth, Seed though. are wrong. He doesn't grow. The High Father. It's Orion. Fuck a lot of them, man. These yeah. are great names. Dark Seed makes more sense. I don't care. It's also spelled that way. Yeah, it don't matter. Maybe, maybe, it's too late. Maybe you just have to pronounce it different. Like it's duck seed. Duck side. 
Soid. Duck soid. Soid. Duck Moida with the OIs instead of use. It's like how, um, hot, what's her name? Pronounces joiner. I'm not a bunch of vagina. Everyone get excited for Birds of Prey movie, which might be out by now. They fixed the accent in it. No, they No. It's still different throughout the trailer. Oh. So anyway, he doesn't go with any of those names. He names the child, the son, Jacob. Like the fucking ladder. More on that in my theories. Yeah, Trey, have you seen Jacob's ladder? No, You've seen the Avenged Sevenfold music video. There's a straight rip of that movie, so don't worry about it. You're fine. Jacob and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Which one? Shut the fuck up. What about that um, kid that all the, the young people liked? So, Justin Bieber? No, Jacob. Logan Paul? No. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Back on Apocalypse, we see another champion of new god names, Vermin Vunderbar. He's a bit of a Nazi. Wonderful. Very good. He's wonderful. No, he's dead because he gets sniped by Mr. Miracle. Good on him. Yay, another character dead. Awesome. Um, All of the death. So... The new gods don't even make sense. This just looks like a normal man. Yeah, I know. They all look like people. Again, every alien species seems exactly like a human. Vampirella, Superman, Darkseid, the Martians in Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. That's why why does he look nothing like every other new dark side? Because the Apocalypse dudes are a little lumpier. Orion, like I mentioned, he, he's getting lumpy. He gets yeah. lumpy in... Uh, fuck. Kingdom Come. Isn't it, is it so like... that's very many years after he was invented. Yeah, he's got apparently Darkseid's hairline is balding. Who gets like, that way eventually? Like I say, DC's better, but at least they came up with an excuse of why Thanos doesn't look like anyone else from his planet. Yeah, they actually spent some time it's with just Origins. We want him there. to look evil. That's it. So it's it's kind of like how when you go to the dark side in Star Wars stuff, you get like the the yellow black around your eyes and the yellow eyes and the you look evil. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, Kaya, mm-hmm. you've read a fair bit of this as we've gone so far. I've tried to. Um, do you think that the Mr. Miracle costume changes colour for the lighting on Apocalypse, or he just straight up has a different outfit? Um, I'm, I think it's to do with the lighting. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to find an image on Storm for Time while I show Little Meg. It's probably just the it's simulation. Just, it looks like a it dead pool the, the it Yeah, it's, it's very, like, reddy, purple, and black at Ooh. that point. That sounds cool. So you, you know what it normally looks like, the parrot? Yes. Yeah. See, so there he is covered in... Uh, Goo. Yeah, blood. Oh. Huh. Um, what are they? Parademon blood? Yeah. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it becomes a little more... Yeah, Trey's right, it's sort of Deadpool colour is a little pink. Yeah, but we've already seen... It very seen well may be like a, like, a, like a camouflage suit. Like all the grey stealth suits in... What was that in? Titans, but the animated one? Or what's that called? Not Teen Titans, the good one. Teen Titans? Nah. The one you watched. Teen Titans Go? Nah, the, the good one you watched. There's, isn't there a team? Oh, Young Justice. Yeah, Young Justice. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. Good work. Everyone who knew it before me, subscribe. Fuck you. 
Oh. Yeah, there it is. Funky Flashman. No. Last scene. Bashed head first with a stick and left on the ground. Oh no, they strapped him into that. They strapped him into a death trap so he wouldn't escape while they were gone. Ah. Funky boy. Why is he. He gets hired as the nanny. Exactly. <laughs> Meg's face. Of no, just. Yeah. Hang is on. Is he still, like, strapped to the thing? While no, it's been nine months. Nanny? He's alright. Apparently he forgives him. Oh. And he likes money, so he can take the job. Him? I don't know. This is so stupid sometimes. Because he's just banned from comics. <laughs> no, no. They shuffled him away from the main comics. Uh-huh. Stay tuned for his Batman and Catwoman book. Um, yeah, so after we lost her, I'm getting pounded in his probably fractured skull by barter. Um, any theories about him definitely not being a Stanley interpretation get obliterated when he straight up uses the word Excelsior? Oh, I don't think they can do that. They somehow go away with doing that. Um, I can't has anybody trademarked. been sued? Yeah, you'd think it was trademarked, right? Apparently it's not. I was kind of getting over that brought him back in. A word. I think you could. I'm sure they've trademarked Babzangi, or whatever the real one is. Bazinga, yeah. Sorry, I'm used to the meme now, apparently. I don't know. So you definitely can. The, the rest of the issue shows Scott bouncing in between war and home life, taking turns with Barter leading the charge against uh, Darkseid and his forces, and, you know, taking turns with Barter again, being the actual parent alongside the nanny. Um, this continues up until a sit-down. I'm glossing over that. It's actually a very long part of the book. Yes. But it's, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. It's him being, like, it's hard being both having a job and a parent. Yeah. yeah. Which most people feel that way. Yeah. So negotiations begin between Apocalypse and New Genesis. Uh, this segment's pretty good. Like, we see a lot of character stuff. We still see death. And we see Granny's Looking Glass. A device that shows your reflection without healing. Without any healing. What? Because it shows you at, like, your worst. So every fucking scraped knee is seen in the mirror. Anytime you split your head open, is still in the mirror. So everyone just looks like scarred, gross, flesh people. Oh. It's to make you sad. Oh. Why does Granny have that? Because she shows you and goes, look, you're all fucked up. So? No. You're all fucked up inside and out. You can look good on yeah, the surface, we, but you're a broken thing. Yeah, well, you're an old bitch. Yeah, fucking showed her, that dead woman. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, at the end of the first week of, um, you know, debating and figuring out a uh, peace settlement for this war, Darkseid makes a final offer. He will withdraw... Disarm his people, surrender the anti-life equation, he will step completely back for his grandson. It doesn't, um... That's the deal. Give me Jacob and I'll stop. Who's the guy oh. with the stupid bike? Orion. Yeah, doesn't Dead. he say, like, two issues ago that the anti-life equation's just hate or something? No, it's that Scott hates the anti-life equation. Oh. But he has it inside him, so he hates himself or something. No, he... It's, yeah, it's a lot of things. He's sad. It's not about what is, it's what Scott believes. So because Scott thinks that he has anti-life inside him, he thinks that he, like, it's not about actual things, it's only about what Scott perceives something to be. But he also hates it much like Trey because it's Ooh. stupid and it's causing pretty much all the so war that the new gods have ever seen. 
<laughs> Whoever came up with that is Kirby. Just he's a f- he made Fantastic Four. Exactly. <laughs> I knew you would take that route. Anyway, to mull over his decision, you know, let a war continue and millions die, or surrender his son to the biggest villain in DC Comics history. Um, Scott goes drinking with his buddies to think it over. Hey. What? Fucking classic Ted Cord and Michael Carter. I had to Google his real name. That's Brewster Gold. Mm. Um, Scott talks about how if the war continues, New Genesis will probably lose, millions will continue to die, but at the same time, Jacob is his quote-unquote, it's his little guy. It's his little guy. Yeah, and he can't give up a child to Darkseid. They should just give Darkseid a different name. Because <laughs> he gonna know. We're going to give him a kid. Yeah. Particularly seeing as Darkseid hates babies. Darkseid was a baby. As soon as he got there, oh, he, hates he handed him over to Granny Goodness. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's. And now true. Granny Goodness isn't there. So what does he plan to do with the baby? No, I mean, Scott and Bart probably aren't happy with that idea because they're like, oh, it sucks there. Yes, again. <laughs> but they've killed Granny Goodness. So what's Darkseid going to do? Probably Locking an unsupervised world? orphanage. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Those things are just party central. So oh, what do, I oh. do, I, do I water it? Do I... If you wanna. Feel free to. Feel free to water baby. Don't water babies. Water board babies. Oh, shit. <laughs> Don't. Very oh, golly. I'm writing that down later. Nah. Oops. Babies. Mm. There we go. Alright. What? So, yeah, it's, it's fucking Darkseid. You can't give a child to Darkseid. Uh, the pressure gets to him as time goes on, as you can probably imagine. Um, Moral of the story is your friends don't help. No, they don't. They just, they just fucking buy you drinks or take drinks that you've paid for. I don't know. It's, un- it's unspecified. But um, you see, like, panels of him just, like, in the shower sobbing while they... While his wife prepares Jacob's first first birthday party, where in the shower he can hide it, because you know he's technically busy. Well, then how do you know? This is, we see his butt as he cries. You were hanging out crying. <laughs> Which is my door. favorite way to see butt. When people cry. Yeah. Whoa. Nothing. Nothing reminds me of my first time like a chick crying. <laughs> That's a quote from a thing. That's not a confession. Oh no. Oh well. <laughs> Just makes me sit there and honk for Toe ten pinch. minutes and we're gonna end the episode. Toe pinch. You um, you all just learned a thing about Toby. No, we didn't. Maybe. Stop learning about me. <laughs> um, Allegedly. She's so, crying, but not from the sex. That was how Toby picked her up. Hey. She <laughs> wasn't feeling good. Oh. Yeah. So as they're organizing this birthday and Scott's being sad, he just straight up asks the dude at the party store. He's like, what would you do? Would you let war continue, or would you give up your firstborn child? And the dude's like, what? <laughs> it's a little intense. Yeah, and he yeah. spelled, but he does spell it out pretty good. Um, he's like, you got to lean towards creating happiness for everyone, not just yourself. I know it's your kid, but, but like, who cares about them people? Millions of lives. Yeah, I don't care if the little aliens on Mars are okay. Who cares? They're all gonna get rebooted anyway. Yeah. No. Um, Reboot. Yep, another part of the existential question segment of this book I like is Funky talking to Baby Jacob. It feels like a pretty deliberate remark about the Stanley Jack Kirby stuff once again. Obviously, they're taking Jack Kirby's side, it's his characters. 
Mm. So, um, Funky talks about how... He talks about this story he and Baby Jacob came up with about a celestial-eating god, Cough Cough Galactus, and his shining metal assistant, a golden retriever, Cough Cough Silver Surfer. Mm. And they talk about how the god is defeated by a lamented blazer, Cough Cough Ultimate Nullifier. Um, Anyway, Funky says, quote-unquote, he provides all the information, I just do the words. Oh. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, so the thing DC also just... No, nah, man, the problem with Marvel is they do the Marvel method, where originally the artist would do all the drawings and illustrations and stuff, and then someone would come in and put the speech bubbles over the top of it to make a story out of it. So technically, if Stan Lee is to be believed, he couldn't have created a single fucking thing, because he came in and said, "You, this guy says, hey, look out, and this guy over here gets shot. Yep. Yep. It doesn't make any sense for him to be in charge of things. That book really did number on you. No, 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 no. I, I was mad about this stuff earlier. No, well, what's my... but it really didn't help. Not this book. There's a comic book history book I read. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about that? That's a comeback that I had. <laughs> so there's one noise. Oh. So Scott decides, he makes his decision. He sits down with Barter. He's going to take their child, have Darkseid pull out of the war, and do all that stuff, and when he's going to give Jacob over, he's going to kill Darkseid instead. No. On the spot, right there and then. Barter's like, cool, I'll come along. I think she knew that was the right answer to this, but she was letting him work it out on his own, because she's like, yeah, alright, uh, yeah, that's that's what we're doing, I'm coming. I like that the biggest bad guy in DC Comics... Is like that much of a sucker that he'll go like, yeah, I'll do the thing I meant to do before you've done your part of the deal. Right? <laughs> so, um, here is a good spot. The plan is in. The plan is set, and when we come back to it later in the year, we're going to finish this bad boy and talk about what we think happened. The tacos are on the grill. It's almost ready. Yeah, man, they did, we watched this thing where he, where he was making spaghetti tacos, and to make it good, what he did was he got the cheese that you put on top of the pasta, and he, like, put it in a grill so it melted into, like, a puddle, oh. and then he, like, scooped it up and put it over a rolling pin so the cheese was the taco shell. Oh. No. Yeah. That's not a taco. I'm not tangenting. You're tangenting. Okay. Does anyone have a good idea for homework, or are we good? No, you didn't do one. I did not do one, because this is just a, a large pile of notes that I have before me. Um, my, oh my question yeah, is, go. what the fuck are all these little logos coming out for the new Batman game? Oh, I'm sure but there's like two more like by the time this comes out. So yeah, one of them's the police badge. Whoever went and checked... But it looks checked, way more intense, though. It's just a it's super detailed... It's, it's the badge. The other one is Someone went back to a character skins... And found and matched the badge to other Arkham games. That guy's a nerd, but we thank him. Definitely, the, like, the demon head. Mm. Like, it's... Yeah, that's very clearly a dragon like, face. four other gaps and then four little ones in the middle. I think we've waited way fucking long enough for WB Montreal to actually announce something. Huh? Let's, let's get some of these going real quick, please. Is... Yeah. That's who did Origins. Origins, correct. Okay. 
Don't you know the sequel, like everyone's saying, to Arkham Knight? No, here's the thing. Rocksteady's also doing a secret Arkham game that they're not fucking talking about either. Yeah, that's. I think mm-hmm. I've just got mixed up. So it could go anywhere. It could be anything. Um, a theory I saw was that it's going to involve, like, a sequel to Origins, which will have a, um, a young Dick Grayson segment. Yeah, because there's a big gap between, like, because it takes place after, like, you one sort of thing, and then I know they're actually not together, but then Arkham Asylum is, like, way later. Yeah, because they wanted to do a Batman game where he's already good at shit. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a big gap to work through there, even though it's not actually the same company. Alright, um, homework question. Who would you like to see added to the Arkhamverse? Now's the time to throw someone in. Apparently no one's dead yet because it's before Asylum. I keep seeing theories about the Court of Owls popping up in this. I keep seeing that I, too, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm into it. I will take it. If they do it full, like, Illuminati style, and then we've got good henchmen to fight against, like, yeah, trained talents, I'm alright with it. crappy new 52 shit. I know. But at the same time, oh, they've also referenced so many other characters already, it's delightful. Yeah, but are you Talons are missing. delightful when you're Commissioner Gordon in an Iron Man suit? No. Exactly. No, that... that look. No, do what yeah. Arkham Knight did, how they just gave a different villain to the Joker ago. Yeah. I, I want Arkham no Joker Origins in this one. Blew it as well with Black Mask. It's like, no, nah, it's Joker all along. Well, you want real Black Mask to pop up? Yeah. He's got to prove himself. Wanted, I'm not just some hostage. I just want a normal... Which is the plot of Daphne in the Scooby-Doo movie. A different villain to do shit. I don't care if it's the same villains in every game. Daphne, just give them a go. Daphne can just show up and she can be a villain. I mean, the Scooby-Doo Batman Brave and Bold episode was actually pretty bonkers good, so... She can be dressed up as Poison Ivy and pretend to be Poison Ivy and be like, it's actually me! Batman breaks her leg. Oh! <laughs> Kai, who would you like to see pop up? Um... Oh, an actual Renee Montoya. Yeah, rebellion against that Birds of Prey movie. She looked yeah. about eight. I mean, Arkham Origins had fucking Bullock. Yeah. yeah let's let's see that him and Renee be partners like they're supposed to. Yeah. Tries referring to the Lego, I obviously would like to see more Two-Face. Also, Because that Arkham Renee City the... Two-Face is fucking bellissimo perfect. If we could have Renee, we can go to question. Oh, you want some question? I see where this is leading. I'm onto you and your tricks, you faceless detective motherfucker. <laughs> Kill him off hasn't been in one. Yeah, he's in the first Arkham Origins. No. Firefly. Oh, yeah. Fuck Fireflies. me, right? Yeah, cool. You were talking the other day about a good Firefly. Hmm? You. Yeah? We were talking the other day about having a decent Firefly. Yeah, I did say that, because we were looking at an action figure. I thought you were reading the comic that we made for you. Yeah, he's in that. Mm-hmm. Dr. Phosphorus. I like Dr. Phosphorus, man. He's exactly Blight from Batman Beyond, but earlier. Oh, yeah, they are. I always thought it was him. Yeah, right? That's how I was like, this guy gets a lot of attention. Ink. You just want to do Batman Beyond, huh? Before yeah. Arkham Asylum. That would actually have worked good if one of the games was Batman Beyond. I heard... I've heard a lot of people talking about actually doing um, League of Assassins. Yeah, spending actual... Because so far, how much Ra's al Ghul have we really had? We added Talia hanging out with Batman for maybe a 20-minute segment of Arkham City. Mm. She pops up a little bit for a DLC in Arkham Knight. Grace is in that, too. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, the, that whole... The whole League of Shadows is pretty underutilized here. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously in that picture with the whole demon crest, but 
Or if they do it well. No, it's just gonna, it'll be them and the quarter males. That's plenty. That's a lot of... GCPD. Um, alright, well, by the time this episode comes out, randomly throughout the year, we, the answers are probably already here. And Birds of Prey is probably already out. Oh. And mm. awful. When does that come out? February, early February. Birds of Prey will definitely be out. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm listeners, thinking, for your loss. I'm thinking about when we're going to need to have episodes four, and I'm like, hmm, this will probably come out within the first six months of the year. Yeah. yeah. Um, if the um, trailer's Huntress doesn't act too bad... Mm. Yeah, but she's still like, barely. Yeah, actress. She's a cool actress. Is, yeah, um, she's a cool actress. I have seen she's in um, a like someone's taken a photo of the TV. It's like a TV spot or whatever that hasn't been released very much yet, mm. and Huntress has almost her mask on. Ooh. But it's probably just like some stupid scene because every it's like. Huntress and Black Canary, and I don't remember the third person. They're all in Cassandra Kane. You wouldn't know by looking at her or no, seeing the movie. I think it was in this thing. It might have been Harley. But yeah. everyone was in different costumes to what's been released. Look, I'm excited for this movie because I think it's going to be hilariously stupid. No, I think I Black feel... Mask is cool. Yeah, the mask really itself looks cool. great. Yeah, but also it's But he's still Obi-Wan. a super gay Obi-Wan. No, he's the cool Obi-Wan. No, the character in this is a homosexual. And at least they changed, he's not trying to get his dick pics back now, apparently it's like actual incriminating stuff, mm. which explains why Renee Montoya is even fucking involved. Mm. But yeah, I think it's going to be like Batman and Robin, a fun time, and you have a good chuckle. Time will tell, huh? Mm. And on that note, it is time for this to end. I have been Terry DePoli, your host, um, your ghost. Yep, Kaya Sting, our producer. There, sh- there it is over there. Yep. He holds a post. Mm. That ghost host. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Megan Chigatillo, our co-host, and White Collar, the, the other co-host. Okay. Ah. Um, class dismissed. Wait, how do we <laughs> know Black Mask is gay? Because they said it. I thought they just said that you someone killed his best friend. Oh, maybe they so they say it. BFF. I remember maybe they've oh, changed no. that too, because all the test screens came oh. back fucked, so they had to change a bunch of stuff. Oh. All I know is, much like Carlo Ren, he carried the whole trilogy. <laughs> On his big, cool-ass shoulders. Huh. Alright. Hey. Oh, like, now that everyone keeps doing the thing Carlo does, it just like, like that's it. I watched a dude replicate the bone broth that Yoda drinks. Oh, is that good? Yeah. He seemed happy with it. Thank you.